Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and welcome to another power-packed edition of the Home Team Podcast, where we are talking everything home. Uh, my name is Matt Moriarty. I'm with the Moriarty Agency at Farmers Insurance. I'm part of a trifecta of fantastic hosts, uh, first one being Chandler Fendler. Uh, hello, everyone. Chandler Fendler here, uh, your residential real estate expert. And of course, the always awesome John Reed. Hey everybody, John Reed with New American Funding, your residential home loan consultant. So obviously our goal on this uh, podcast is to help you, uh, our listeners, with anything that has to do with the home. And the good news about that is we could keep going on and on and on. We may end up with 5,000 podcasts because there's just so many topics that have to do with the home. But uh, for example, buying a home, selling a home, uh, renting a home, painting a home, which is why we are talking with our guests today. Um, so I would like to introduce our, our guest, Derek Arosamena, uh, from Right Touch Painting. Um, and, uh, you know, Derek, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. So Derek, take us back in time and just let us know, uh, you know, kind of how you got in the business and, and, uh, we'll kind of go from there. Well, it all started on a foggy morning in May. No, actually <laughs> it was coming up on my 20 years now. Um, wow. I just finished my junior year in high school and thought I'd try something different for a summer job. And uh, my dad played racquetball with a guy um, from our church, and he owned a painting company. So I gave him a call and said, hey, I'd like to try something new. And he said, yeah, jump on board. So I think I started off at $8 an hour, and and that that was the very beginning of it all. Wow, wow, that's a good beginning. So then you painted and continued to paint for a while, or? Yeah, I actually kind of never stopped painting until today even um oh you're was, painting today i'm painting today i'm painting oh. right now no <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it continued from that summer then i went back did my senior year and then after my senior year i started full-time i called him up and said hey i want to work for you full-time and worked my way up the ladder literally um and then in 2001 my dad started right touch and made me part owner but i was still pretty young so after the four years we did that together, he decided he no longer wanted to paint. And I went back to that original company, worked for him for a few years. And then down the road, uh, I eventually got married to my beautiful wife. Oh, had, she is very beautiful. Yes. And then we had uh, two kids. I have a 10-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. And right at the beginning of our relationship dating, that's when I took this very seriously and started it back up under the same name. And have been cranking ever since. Yeah, you sure have. I would like to also mention that I am one of the few that Derek has painted for. He personally painted my son's um, nursery. Remember? You did personally did. painted it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You I mean one of the remember. many because Derek has painted a ton of houses in the Denver yeah, Metropolitan. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> but he personally, no, 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 personally painted. He, he with the brush. Oh, painted. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Meaning that it wasn't my company. I actually was there was rolling the, the paint on yeah, the wall. Yeah, no, his company, <laughs> yes, companies painted my whole house, but he personally painted yeah. um, the uh, the nursery. But anyways. 
Yeah. Cool. I checked all the lines. When you paint our house, I'm going to make sure that you are actually you personally, personally paying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good call. <laughs> He's a full service. I only charge triple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't tell me that. So the reason I, I just want to make mention, the reason that we have um, Jerica Rosa Mena on here today is to um, give us insight to anything and everything about painting, right? Painting the interior of the home, exterior of the home, because um, of the summer weather that is right here, right around the corner. Um, so people are starting to receive those HOA letters. Mm-hmm. Um, that they need to spruce up the outside of their home. Perhaps they are doing, um, you know, walk around, uh, walking around their home and checking it out and notice some rotten wood. You know, they can um, handle all that. So the summer is what's got us thinking about painting. So another sexy topic uh, for us to deliver more value on, I might add. We, we always bring in the sexy topics. That's what, that's what we're here for at the home team. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. So a lot of questions I get um, just being a realtor and talking to homeowners uh, day in and day out is um, so when homeowners are talking to um, different painting companies, because there's a a lot out there, right? There are a lot. Yes. A lot of painting. A lot of good ones, too. A lot of good ones. A lot of bad ones. Right. Perhaps. Maybe. Um, So what should um, homeowners be asking? Uh, Like what questions should they be asking before they hire a painting company? Um. Well, how long have you been in the industry? How long have you been painting? How long have you been a company? Those are uh, good conversation starters. Um, are you insured? Um, important question. Important oh, question, insured. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more. more t- so please tell us a little bit more about what insurance means for a painting company. Um, well, having insurance. So if if one of the painters at your house falls off a ladder and the ladder flies and hits the vehicle that's parked on the street that the owner owns, it'll cover the damage we do Mm. to their property, to their house, to their car, breaking a window, anything like that up to a million plus. So, which which no, nothing costs a million dollars that a a ladder can do or something. So it's plenty of coverage. Right. Absolutely. And we have our own, you know, insurance expert, of course, here in house, one of the trifecta. Right. Exactly. And and yeah, and that's general liability insurance. And and if you're a painter out there, obviously it's good to have that general liability insurance. I would also recommend having errors and omissions. Uh, A lot of times, especially when you're a contractor, um, you can have something that goes wrong in the, you know, with regards to your project. Um, And if, if you do do that, you're out of out of pocket, uh, you know, if you're fixing it. So uh, if you have errors and omissions, you can file a claim against that. Um, also, there's so many benefits to having a bot policy, too, if you're a painter, uh, as opposed to just general liability. But the original question, you need to make sure that they have general liability. Very true. Yes. Make sure your painter is insured. Yeah. So what happens if your employee falls off the ladder and hurts themselves? Is the, is the homeowner responsible for that? No. Uh, we have our own insurance. All my guys are insured. So, I mean, it it has happened. Nothing too bad has happened. No one's broken any bones, but, you know, well, that's good. fall we- off a ladder and are really sore for a few days and maybe have to go to the hospital for stitches. That's all on us, not the homeowner. And so. that's, uh, that's all part of uh, workers' compensation, which most states have. If you have employees, you have to have workers' compensation. Well, this is all good to know, right? Because as, yeah, yeah, as we is. talk about protecting ourselves. And like conversation. Well, we're all learning today. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, Derek, you uh, you win a lot of business in the Denver metro area. What is your process? What sets you apart um, necessarily from from uh, I guess other painters in the Denver metro area? But you know, do you have a, a specific process that you utilize as a painter to set yourself apart? 
Um, I think one of the biggest distinguishing factors would be just how timely we are, um, not only showing up on time, but returning phone calls, returning text messages, emails, as well as the turnaround for sending the estimate to the homeowner. Because, you know, a lot of contractors will forget or they'll just never send uh, an estimate Mm -hmm. after doing the appointment. So we, I mean, that is like our goal is to get it out as soon as possible, get it into the hands of the homeowner. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's that, that other painters, you know, just something as simple as, as an estimate, you know, is, isn't easy. Um, you know, in addition to the things that you do, what, uh, you know, what should homeowners look for when, when selecting a payment, you know, they've gotten the, the bids, they've gotten, um, obviously the insurance, things like that. Is, is there anything additional in that initial process that a homeowner should be looking at when selecting a paint company? Um, I'd say the quality of paint. I mean, a lot of, some homeowners will want the cheapest bid and honestly, that's not us. We can get there, but then that kind of scratches the warranty and longevity of the paint. Cause we got to use really cheap paint to mm-hmm. get to that price point. Um, so I, I would tell every homeowner to get three estimates and pick the middle one, unless you want the high end one. Not really sure why they're always high end. Maybe they have a very long warranty. Um, but paint quality, how long they've, you know, been around and when they're available and maybe look at, you know, get some references, look at houses that they've painted, ask neighbors. I think the most powerful thing is a warm referral from Mm -hmm. a neighbor, family, friend, um, someone online that has actually used the company. That's the best way. Yeah. Word of mouth is great. Um, and, and it, and it, we've all heard. Oh, excuse me. I'm a little congested today. Sorry, I went to the beach and I came back with some Rough. beach funk, apparently. My gosh. Um, and a tan. Yeah, I am tan a little bit, but um, some Something funk. I've never been, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm very fair skinned too. So, um, oh, so what was I going to say? Oh, you get what you pay for, right? We've yeah. heard that, you know, we can all relate to that, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. in today's world, that, you know, getting estimates on anything and whether you're buying a car, or a house, or getting an estimate on a painting, you know, you get what you pay for. So it's something to, you know, think about as far as quality. Let me ask you a question real quick. Let me, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we've we've talked about you know um, not only painting the exterior of our home, uh, but the interior as well. And putting, if I can put a hat on as a consumer uh, versus you know knowing you, um, uh, what would you? What do you think that uh, you know? What what is the, what are the styles? What are the trends right now? Um, with regards to people painting their house, like what are, uh, what are some of the things that, uh, that you're seeing that, uh, that can help our, our listeners, um, uh, determine, you know, what's a good color for their house or mm-hmm. vice versa. Um, full, well, as far as interior painting goes, I would say most people nowadays are getting rid of the oak trim, the oak doors, the mm-hmm. oak cabinets, hand railing, anything that has the orangey brownish stain, um, they're, they're all going white or sanding it down and staining them really dark. Those are kind of the trends right now. Um, for exterior, um, grays, grayses, beiges are very popular with white trim. Um, yeah. What, yeah. what would happen if someone like came to you and be like, I want to, I want to paint my, my house pink. Cause I oh, you, see a pink yeah. House well, every neighborhood has a pink house, but right? you have to get yeah. it, um, approved most yeah. of the time if there is an HOA, mm-hmm. um, through the architectural design committee. But do you ever get do you ever get any requests like that where someone just comes up and, and has some random color that's like you're just Yep, like, oh. and we don't give them our opinion because we don't want to offend them. But we did a bright orange house with blue trim a few years ago. Um and they loved it. So Broncos we fans? just Yeah. Oh <laughs> so we just <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just acted like this is a 
I mean, the house looks great because the quality of it was great. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the colors I'd put on my own house, but hey, they were happy, so we go with it. Well, and people use, right, the exterior. So I am on the architectural design committee on the HOA board in my neighborhood, so everything has to be approved through us, what paint colors or if you're going to move your fence. Oh, <laughs> no, I am keeping the values of the home yes. increasing <laughs> at a steady rate, so I'm actually putting money. No, but yeah, no, people do refer you know, to the architectural design committee, right? But, but then you know, we we keep we keep the neighborhood looking good and neutral. I'm shooting darting looks at Derek right now. <laughs> shooting darting looks. I at just Derek. know what homeowners say. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, no, and I do. Don't too. shoot the messenger. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's um, but people love to express themselves in the color of their home. Right, they're proud of their home. They love to express themselves um, in the color of it. But I think you know, back to your question, Matt, is what what we're seeing is more neutral, mm-hmm. um, more neutral colors with a pop of color on front uh, front doors. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of yellow front doors mm-hmm. that look good. Um, I think yellow might. I just see a lot of yellow front doors everywhere. A lot everywhere. more yellow than ever. Baby blue. Yeah, blue. Teal. Teal. Yeah, the and the nice thing about painting is it's one of the most inexpensive ways to make yourself proud of your home. Oh, yeah. Yep. For sure. Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing. I mean, it, it, when you have that happen, when you are able to paint a room, it just looks completely different. It looks brand new, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It, it makes you – it just – you want to be in that room. And – uh you know, nothing like a, you know, a fresh coat of paint. And, and like you mentioned on the interior, I mean, you know, some of the, some of the trends that are going away, some of the homes that were purchased, you know, back, you know, 10, 20 years ago have some different, different styles in them. And, right. But uh, everything comes back, right? Like gold, if you wait gold. long enough, yeah, if you wait long <laughs> enough, it is going to come back people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hold on tight. <laughs> no, but I love that though. You know, paint is the, the one of the most inexpensive ways to, um, you know, spruce, spruce up your house. So we keep talking about interior painting and I'm kind of like, well, I'm not going to say OCD, but I keep a really nice, like clean home. And so painting the interior of the home, like how do you not get paint everywhere or, or get my home all dirty? How do painters not do that? Cause I'm a little paranoid. Sure. Um, well, when we show up to a job to do the inside of your house, we immediately cover the floors. Um, if we're rolling and brushing the house, all we need is tarps moving around per room that we're in to avoid getting paint on the carpet on the hardwood floors. And, of course, plastic off the furniture because paint does not come off fabric very well. And then, of course, if we're spraying in the inside of a house, like if you have popcorn ceiling, that has to be sprayed. Uh, you can't roll that. It'll fall apart. Popcorn ceiling. Then we will plastic everything off like the lights the glass all the furniture all the flooring pretty much bubble the area in to make sure that everything's covered but when we do clean up dust does circulate through the house very lightly but we try to minimize that as much as possible channel let me ask you a question so obviously you know for buyers and sellers um well especially sellers can that add value like you know if 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 you're looking to sell your home um, can painting the interior and exterior, can it, it, it add value to what you're asking for the home and typically like how much? Great question. Great question, Matt. So when you're talking about increasing values of home homes, right, people more commonly than not here, kitchens and bathrooms. So that is where you're going to get the most value or adding additional square footage. So aside from those items, yeah, paint is a great way. Um, interior paint, if you walk into, um, you know, my house is a good example, right? The walls were yellow and we had oak everywhere. And now we are like a nice grayish and 
white trim and white cabinets and it looks completely different. Mm. It's all about perception, right? So if a homeowner or if a a prospective buyer walks into a house and and it's gray and they like that clean look, they're going to be more attracted to it at the price that it is listed than if the walls were yellow because the first or another color, right? I'm not picking on yellow. I'm just saying yellow. That was the previous color (laughs) of my walls. Um, because it's uh, perception pays, you know, if, if a, if a uh, prospective buyer walks into a yellow walled home, they're thinking automatically, oh my gosh, I have to spend 10 grand to paint the interior of my home. And their head automatically goes to a super high, unrealistic number, which mm-hmm. it might not be 10 grand, but mm-hmm. they think. So then their perception of the price lowers. So great question. Um, paint makes a huge difference. And it's one less thing, right? The homeowner has, has to uh, do or the buyer has to do before they move in. So yeah, paint is, is great. And is that something you can jump on? Like if I was selling my home, is that something, uh, you know, that, uh, that you or, or anyone else out there, is it typically that you jump on those types of opportunities? Yes, absolutely. And I always suggest to the seller that they should paint one color throughout the house. Some people are like, Oh, I think an accent wall would look good there. But yeah, you don't know the buyer's furniture mm-hmm. color. So mm-hmm. it's best to just clean slate it. Yep. Keep it neutral, right? Because the buyer wants to, you know, see themselves in the home and yep. not everybody sees a you red know, wall. Yeah. Yeah. So um, keeping it neutral is always good. So um, so I, I hope listeners can relate to this, right? We want to make sure we keep, um, you know, our content relatable. So when I go to Home Depot or Lowe's or Sherwin-Williams, wherever, and I see there's like eggshell paint and flat paint and I don't even know, and then my head starts spinning, can you give <laughs> us a little clarity on these different types of paints? Uh, yes. The exterior is almost 100% satin finish, so that's easy. Um, and why is the exterior satin finish? And is that the one that's really um, it's between, shiny? It's between flat and semi-gloss. So it's the middle grade shine. And the reason you don't want to use flat is because the satin reflects the light. It's more um, durable for rain and snow and sunshine and all that. So satin is used almost every time on the outside, unless requested. Hmm. Yeah. On the inside, totally different. Um, I'd say 99% of the time the ceilings are flat. Unless you have a steam shower, then we would probably do satin or semi-gloss on the ceiling. And flat's the one that looks like really dull kind of, right? Yes. No shine at all. No shine at all. Okay. So flat equals no shine at all. Correct. Okay. Uh, Walls are typically eggshell or satin. Um, If you have no kids at all, flat is an option because flat really looks good. I mean, it doesn't change in the light. The light doesn't reflect off it. It just It's a nice look. So there is another finish called matte finish. It's usually in higher grade paints, and that is a washable flat. So it looks flat, but it's washable because it's higher end. So people that have kids but want the flat look, use matte. That sounds fancy. Is <laughs> matte more expensive? Yes. It's usually in the top tier paint grades of, of every product and that's m-a-t-t-e unlike yes. matt m-a-t-t-r co-host yes yeah exactly. see, there's a, there's there's more than one kind of matt so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this we're is n- a fancy matt right exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then for trim doors hand railing kitchen cabinets those are always semi-gloss because they're that's like the most washable sometimes we get asked to do gloss but that is the people that want like really, really shiny. So, but it's typically semi-gloss. And following up on, on Chandler's question too, I mean, you know, when you go into one of these stores, I mean, you see such a variety of pricing, right? 
Um, is there some kind of correlation to how good the pain is, how long it'll last, um, any of those types, that, whether it's like lead-based pain, I guess? I don't know. Uh, you, inform us as to you know, what, what some of the best pains are. I like, hope no painter out lead. there is painting with lead-based pain. Uh, I, hope not I don't either. even know how to find lead-based pain anymore. <laughs> Uh, you put painters, it in your mouth. You taste it. Those painters all died in the 80s. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, as for quality, I mean, you get what you pay for, like Chandler said earlier. I mean, you go to Lowe's, Home Depot, Sherwin-Williams, and you see, oh, look, $20, $20 paint gallon. Well, that paint is probably going to take the homeowner or a painter two to three coats to make that color solid. So you actually save on labor by using a higher-end paint. You might get one coat out of it, maybe maybe barely two coats out of it by using a higher paint. Plus, it's way more durable and washable and won't fade. Mm-hmm. Ah, longevity. Then it lasts over time, right? Spend a little bit more up front. Exactly. And then it lasts, you know, lasts over time. Or you could spend less and paint more often, more which often. would be more money. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 So when people... Like I've bid houses where the husband's like, well, my wife changes her mind every few years, so we repaint. Well, in that case, use a cheaper paint because why spend the extra money if you're going to stay there and paint every five years? You mean wives change their minds often? Was, it, were you, was that leading into something? Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Because <laughs> I did have another question. And I, you know, not that I would ever do this. Not that I have ever done this. But... Which means she probably has. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Read between the lines. Yeah. <laughs> Say like a project is like halfway through and, you know, why does it have to be the wife that comes home? Say the husband comes home <laughs> or the partner or the grandma comes over and they do not like the paint color. Tell me, tell me what happens then. That has happened in the last 20 years. Uh, well, those cases are sometimes when we paint a house and they're out of town. And even though it's the color they picked, they tested, they liked, when they come home, they're like, I don't know about that color. So we've actually completely repainted mm, the exterior wow. of a house. When it's inside, it's not that big a deal. Like maybe we roll a room, they come home from work, and they're like, I don't like that color. But all we did was a room or a wall. So we just redo it. You know, the funny thing, too, is, is um, uh, my wife is a designer. And uh, one of the things that she uh, looks at is is that, you know, the paint, um, looks different from different lighting, right? So, you know, it can look one color in the morning and then by the afternoon, uh, it looks blue as opposed to gray. Um, and how do you, like, what, what do you tell people? Like, what, when's the best time to actually look at it? Do you have them paint like a little bit um, and then just have them test it before you start? How does that work? If, the, if you're at all questionable about a color, I'd buy a quart and paint it in many different rooms. So that as the light moves throughout the house, you can see, oh, it looks like more of a bluish gray right now, or then it's more of a true gray in the afternoon. That's just the best way to determine. Mm -hmm. But you also have to think if you're putting, if you're painting a square on a wall and your walls are yellow behind it, that's going to change the color of that you're putting on there just because of the surrounding color. So, so I'd tell some clients to roll white squares and then put the color in the middle of the white. So you can see what it would look like against your trim or ceiling. John, let me ask you a question. Um, so we, if let, let's say that uh, that we wanted to, um, you know, do some home renovations, including painting, mm-hmm. um, is that something that that you can? And obviously, I know the question answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Um, is that something that you could get like a home equity line of credit for? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can anytime you want to pull equity out of your house, you for for whatever reason, whether it's um, 
for home improvements or for you know even debt consolidation it's you you're getting access to your your um the equity in your property so yeah if it's for painting or for any home renovation you can certainly get a home equity line of credit or uh do a cash out refinance if that's a better option for you depending on you know where rates are at fees and things like that associated with it um it's kind of a long-winded answer to to say yes to for paint as a renovation, you you certainly could. And, and by doing that, and, and either one of you guys can answer this, it's just going to add more value to your house anyways, correct? Yep. yep. Yes. Correct. It can. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we all one word, one so, word answers there. Yeah. So the cool thing about our, our podcast, too, is, is we got word that we have people listening to us all over the world, right? We and have thank you we very much, worldwide listeners. Right, exactly, exactly. So um, here's a question that, that can come up pretty much anywhere, right? Um, because, you know, right now it's we're in Denver, um, Colorado, uh, United States, and uh, right now it's 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 kind of turning from spring to summer. The weather's getting nicer, um, but in some areas of the world, it's the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's starting to turn to winter, fall, winter, all that stuff. So if if someone is is uh, painting the exterior of their house, is there some sort of degree that it needs to be in order for it for you to paint the out exterior of the house? Well, the paint manufacturer specs on a can say 32 degrees and up, but for the laborers, us out there painting, we we like it to be 45 and rising. Um, they make special paints that are for colder climates. They also make special paints for high humidity, um, but being in Denver, Colorado, that it's so dry, we can really use any paint here, but I would say 45 and up, and the warmer, the faster it dries, and you can do a second coat quicker yeah so good to know yeah thanks for Mm -hmm. you know looping in our worldwide listeners um we appreciate it but yeah and so these are questions to consult and ask right when you're interviewing your painter you know just to make sure you're using the right type of paint for your climate and uh you know certainly time of year Mm -hmm. so you know, it's it's kind of funny. I brought up the lead lead paint. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a joke, but um, it, we we did want to ask. You know, just the uh, the paint fumes in general, right? I mean, I, you, we've all been in rooms where you you walk in and you can tell it's been painted. Um, it, it, are those toxic at all? Is there anything you should worry about when you're breathing in? You know, uh, fumes from paint. You can flat out ask Matt. Can you get high from <laughs> from breathing? That's in what he's paint? really asking. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, we are in Colorado. <laughs> Informational, of course. <laughs> Asking for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, So the paints nowadays are mostly VOC, which VOCs are the the harmless, the harmful elements in paint. So a lot of paints are no VOC or very low VOC. Uh, We actually did an interior last week that the the homeowner that sold their house smoked in it for 20 years. So we had to use a oil base primer. And my guys actually text me during the day. We feel high because, I mean, there's no way around it. Even though they had respirators on, blowing that oil paint and primer in the house, it's pretty toxic. It's not nearly as toxic as lead, but oil is pretty brutal. Um, We try not to use that unless we need. But most paints nowadays that we use, they're very friendly, so. Well, that's good. That's good. Oh, and you know, good point, right? Bringing up smoking in a house, right? You know, people own homes. People make their own choices in today's world, which is great. Make your own choice, celebrate it, whatever. Um, So that does happen. People, you know, do smoke inside their homes. So is, are, are you able to get that, I guess, smell out? out yes, 100%. Se? You would never have known that was a smoker house now that we're done. You'll never know. So is it a product I've heard of clients use um, uh, Kills, K-I-L-Z? Is that? 
That is a primer, yeah, from Home Depot and Lowe's that you can use. Or, I mean, every paint store has their own version of smoke-covering primer, but it's always usually oil-based. Oil-based. Okay, and then you put a paint over it? Yes. And then you'll never be able to tell somebody smoked in there? Never be able to tell. Because I smell every wall of every house I'm going to purchase, and I won't be able to tell. Nope. That was a joke, by the way. I don't really go around <laughs> smelling walls. Oh, my gosh. But that That's is dedication. Yeah, yeah that right? is dedication. Every wall, all the scratch molding. Scratch and sniff. Yeah, yeah right? scratch exactly. and sniff. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. You mentioned Lowe's and, and, and Home Depot and all those. Um, you always see those people, you know, the do-it-yourselfers, yeah. and, 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 you know, they go in there, buy that. Like how, I mean, if someone tries to do it themselves, I mean, I've seen people do it. It looks pretty sloppy. Um, which is why they should consult a professional. But if, if they do like mess up really badly, is that something you could go come in and, and, you know, obviously correct? Yeah, of course. I mean, like I always tell people paint is just paint. Um, you just paint over it and fix it. Now, if you get paint on your carpet or furniture, we cannot fix that. That is a cleaner thing or it's just unfixable. But for paint, absolutely. If it drips, you scrape it off. If you don't like the color or it's thin, you just do another coat. We can fix lines. It's not a big deal. It's just paint. Yeah, that is a good thing too. And that's why it is just paint is, is, um, you know, why a lot of customers, you know, clients do choose to do a DIY. But where Mm -hmm. I see it mostly is it's uneven. And then the lines, you can tell the lines up where the wall meets the ceiling or vice versa, wherever a wall meets another something um you can tell it's not professionally done mm-hmm. yeah now you know speaking of paints just paint like you just said what now what if someone has like a black wall in their room or their whole room is is like blacked out and they now want to change or it's a new new owner and wants to change it to a light gray is that can you paint over a, a black color with oh absolutely yeah uh in that case because it's so dark i would suggest using a primer mm-hmm. prime the only reason to use a primer and not doing three coats of paint would be primer is more inexpensive and because it's so flat um when you prime over a wall the paint is more true in less coats than say going over the black wall with three coats of mm-hmm. white Ooh, that's good. So don't be scared of, you know, dark walls. No, we, never. These painters can always fix it for us and get us, you know, 100% satisfied. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. And Derek, we want to thank you so much for, for, for joining us today. Uh, this was informative. Like there is, I mean, you know, there's so many things that, that I'm sure our audience learn. You know, just like anything else that has to do with the home, there's so many different variables and so many th- different things that, you know, you have to keep track of. Don't use Google unless you're Googling a good, uh, a good painter or a good something like that. Um, but, you know, don't do it yourself if you don't have the time because it's just, you know, why, why not have a professional come in? It's going to take your, up your time, valuable time. You could be doing something else. Um, and, uh, and again, thank you for sharing uh, everything today. And we, we, we learned a ton. Thank you for having me. Yeah. This thank was you. Fun. Thank you for coming. Paint is another one of those sexy topics. I'm glad that we could um, get a lot of questions answered. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you for, for coming. I know I learned a lot from, from listening to Derek today. And again, this was another episode of the Home Team Podcast. We want to thank our valuable listeners out there. Uh, we, you know, like I said, if you know, if if you have any questions or if you have guests on that you would like us to uh, interview uh, or questions, we have a Facebook page. You can go on there, the Home Team Podcast. Uh, we also have an Instagram. Uh, John, by the way, just got an Instagram. <laughs> I too. did. Yeah, welcome cool. to 2019, John. Yeah, exactly, 2019 exactly. and a half. So, uh, so yeah, so he he's on there too. Um, follow him. Uh, follow Chian. Chandler has like what fifty thousand. I have like fourteen thousand followers, and you could be you could be one. Very very interesting. So Chandler or my handle right is at Chandler Fendler. 
And my handle handle is Matt Insurers Colorado. Uh, but uh, but anyways, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we look forward to another great episode next time. So we'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.